You are listening to the Piedmont Church Podcast. To learn more about Piedmont Church, including our gathering times in Macon, you can visit us online at piedmontchurch.net. Imagine you get a letter. It begins like this. Inasmuch as many have undertaken to compile a narrative of the things that have been accomplished among us, just as those who from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word have delivered them to us, it seemed good to me also, having followed all things closely for some time past, to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus, that you may have certainty concerning the things that you have been taught. That's the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, beginning in verse 1 and going through verse 4. We're going to start a approximately year-long trek walking through the Gospel of Luke this month. This sermon series is entitled Comfort and Joy, and as I began to study and prepare for this message, I get to that last verse in, in, in verse 4. It says that you may have certainty concerning the things that you have been taught. I think another way of hearing that would be that you find comfort and you find joy in the gospel, in the good news of who Jesus says he is. But how can you find such comfort and joy in a, a book, in, in this, this text that we say is the authoritative word of God that has been breath, breathed to life, that same breath that lives in us, that gave us life in Genesis chapter 1? 1 Timothy through, through Paul says that that same breath lives in these pages. And how can that be? This, this book is 2,000 years old, maybe even older, and 4,000 if you look at the Old Testament, and hasn't it been changed? Hasn't been, how, how can we have any comfort that these words, this, this, these pieces of paper, can point us to eternity? I mean, really. How, how can you trust this? Hasn't it been changed? Isn't there contradiction after contradiction after contradiction inside of these pages? And so I started compiling all my resources, going back to my seminary notes and going to this thing and that thing, and I got my desk full of stuff. And then I remembered a couple of sermons that I heard from a few people, and I went and listened to them because, you know, they had great, great teachings. And I, I got to this one guy that I remember, a guy named Ben Stewart. I heard a sermon from him. It was actually a podcast about four years ago. And he asked the question of why can we trust the Bible? He actually preached this sermon, this sermon at Passion Camp for our students this past summer. And so I pulled up Ben Stewart, Why Can We Trust the Bible? And he recently did this talk again at Passion City in Atlanta. He's the Passion City, D.C. pastor. But he recently did it in Atlanta just a couple of weeks ago. And so I started listening to it. And... Uh, I kind of got convicted of going, you know, I can, I can put together all my sermon notes and I can do all these things and I can show our people that I'm really smart and I can say all these things. Or you know what I could do? I could just play Ben's sermon. And uh, if you're new here, we don't play other people's sermons often. Uh, we don't have video sermons often. Probably this might be the first time ever. I don't know. But I was so convicted uh, by how well he articulated uh, the weightiness and the historic evidence behind this book that I thought it would be a good idea for us this morning as we dive into comfort and joy to listen to Ben's sermon. 
So I mentioned earlier about the notes on the back of the bulletin. It's about a 36-minute long sermon. Um, you won't need your Bible for it because, again, it's not necessarily a sermon. It's much more of a teaching. But there are going to be things you're going to want to write down. We're going to send out the sermon link uh, tomorrow in an email if you're signed up for our emails. Uh, but I want you to sit back uh, for just a few minutes and watch the sermon from Ben Stewart at Passion City Church.